In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Change is a funny thing. We can have a a love-hate relationship with it. Some areas of change we probably find eminently desirable. Uh, Changing clothes every day. Changing bedsheets. Changing hairstyle, if if you've got the luxury. Those were the days. I'd wager that the furniture and technology in your house has likely changed too over the years. Some change we accept with mixed feelings. Um, seeing our child grow up, perhaps. You know, we may delight in the various stages and think, don't grow up, don't change. But of course, to become all who God has made them to be, they need to grow and change. Dare I mention change in the church, which can draw out a similar angst. We love where things are at, Um, But the Holy Spirit is ever on the move, not to mention the congregation itself or its minister. But the Spirit, that dynamic person of the Holy Trinity, is ever leading us into all truth and shaking things up. Some change we don't like so much. Changing schools at a critical time of life and study. When the tech companies insist on changing the type of phone charger you need for every new model that they release. And more seriously, changing countries if you've been forced to flee for your lives. And then we have God, of whom it is written, there is no variation or shadow due to change. It taps into one of, in my opinion, the most beautiful prayers that has been handed down to us. Be present, merciful God, and protect us through the hours of this night, that we, who are wearied by the changes and chances of this fleeting world, may rest on your eternal changelessness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Who knows what change is on the horizon next for us in our individual circumstances but as a city and a nation. But God does not change. God does not change. And we can find... immense comfort in that. Not least because in Jesus Christ God has shown us the fullness of God's plan and character. And the end of that plan is the healing of everything. Making all things new and reconciliation. And it wouldn't be right to hope for anything less than that actually. Before, 
and outside of time and space is God. And yes, there is an unavoidable um, contradiction when we talk about anything being before time. But Jesus is the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world, as it is written in Revelation. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. It is written in the letter to the Hebrews. Voices, uh, verses which point to the changelessness of God and the will of God which transcends time. We are to change, of course. We are to change. That's literally what the word repentance means. And actually, our understanding of God and our understanding of God's will may change. But the character and plan of God does not. That plan for the healing of everything is there. It's done. And we can get into how to reconcile that with free will another time. But whatever else, we know God's plan is for the healing of the cosmos. But in the meantime, in the meantime, we are subject to change and we've got a fair bit to get on with, actually. So on that note, James writes in his letter, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. At which point, my mind goes straight to orphans and widows in a place like Afghanistan and people fleeing their lives to seek care in other places around the world as that nation experiences yet another upheaval in its long, bloody and chaotic history. Now, Australia grants 13,750 humanitarian visas each year and 3,000 of those are being set aside for Afghan refugees with a focus on people with family already in Australia, women and girls, children and especially persecuted minorities. Um, it seems the UK and Canada are granting up to 20,000 special visas above their regular visa grants. And it's worth noting that currently uh, our intake is lower than the 55,000 Vietnamese refugees we took over an eight-year period after the end of the war in that part of the world. And much closer to home, whenever I think of refugees these days, I think of friends, actually, who came to this country as refugees. So one of them is now an Anglican clergy person in this diocese. And he fled Sudan, spent time in a refugee camp, I think in Uganda. And he still has scars from bullet wounds he received when a truck he was in, also loaded with others who were fleeing, was shot at. Most of the others on that truck didn't survive 
So there, there is quite shocking cruelty in our world. There really is. And the place of skulls, Golgotha, on which Jesus was crucified, <coughs> finds parallels in many other places in the world every day. So sin and evil intentions and actions are serious. They really are. So a call to action, if you like. If you have the resources, perhaps you might donate to the work of the United Nations through their High Commissioner for Refugees, or UNHCR. Or locally, the Perth-based Centre for Asylum Seekers, Refugees and Detainees, or CARAD. Another one of my friends who was a refugee from Sri Lanka was on the board of CARAD for some time. And pray for the people of Afghanistan. Pray for the people of Afghanistan. For Syria, Sudan, that's just to name a few. Keep on praying. Pray that the nations of the world, including ours, may be suitably changed by the plight of others and of orphans and widows. And because Jesus sets a pretty high bar for compassion, pray for those who commit violence and abuse as well. So another prayer which is commended to us in our tradition goes like this. Judge of all the earth, God of justice, we bring before you all who abuse others. Turn the hearts of the violent from the way of evil. Fill them with a hatred of the damage they do, so bringing them to true repentance and amendment of their lives for Jesus Christ's sake. God doesn't change, but God changes us. Jesus can change our hearts and all that is within us. So may God's will be done in our lives, that the climate of our world may be peace and Christ its Son. Our currency love, kindliness our law, our food and faith shared as one. And all to the glory of God the Father and the Son Jesus Christ, to whom we give praise through the Holy Spirit. Amen.